Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in pugilism, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are pitting uh, probably the two coolest toys that I can remember from my childhood against each other. It's Zoids and Dinobots. Yeah, now I'm going to be quite open uh, and upfront about this. I remember both franchises. I'm more familiar with uh, Dinobots and the Zoids. And trying to do research for this show, I'm even more fucking confused about Zoids than I was in the first place. So this could be an interesting one. Well, we've talked um, at length on the other show, and I think now and again on, on this show as well, about how fucked up and confusing the Transformers timeline is. Yeah. Um, we've also talked about the Power Rangers timeline and the many iterations of them as well. And Zoids is kind of similar. Zoids has a, a generational thing. Yeah. Um, now, look, I don't claim to know anything about anything other than the original Zoids toys. Like, I remember the original line of Zoids. Uh, I remember the show that came with that, the comics more so than the show. Um, and I remember the computer games that came with that. But I'm aware of the, the you know, the the story of of the Zoids, if you like them. Where the fuck it's gone since then, I don't know. <laughs> because um, I didn't realize that until again. And, you know, my research is limited on all of these shows, listeners, as you well know. Um, I didn't realize until just doing a quick bit of research and specifically looking for images for the, for the cover art that um, Zoids has kind of never gone away. Mm. Um uh, at least not in Japan, uh, unsurprisingly. Um, but yeah, there's there's been many many iterations of Zoids. So just to be clear, um, we're going to take the original incarnations of both. Yeah? yeah. So we're not having the the Dinobots from the Transformers movies or from any other Earth or anything like that. We are yeah. having the original toys from out of the eighties, and same thing with Zoids. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, right. Now, having said that, then both are uh, essentially AI-driven robots. I guess is the is the way to look at it. You you could argue how intelligent each one is, but the, both of them are are living robots essentially. Uh, if yeah. there is such a thing, Zoids though are slightly more kind of biomechanical. I want to say. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, Transformers are fucking robots. No yes. two ways about it. They are, they are robots, um, albeit with a with a high functioning level of AI um, to the point where they each have a conscience and you know they they have very distinct personalities. Um, you know, it kind of almost does feel like they've got souls. I guess um, Zoids are fucking machines essentially but they do have a kind of biomechanical element to them where they had this um they had like a core which was kind of like their heart or their brain if yeah. you like um and, and that's where kind of all their power was derived from and then there was kind of metal just bolted around it i mean that doing me wrong, when i say there was a kind of biomechanical element it was all that was generally clockwork uh, or batteries is what the Zoid core was. But, yeah. but, you know, the intent, at least, was that it was kind of clustered around this this ball of energy, I guess, is, is what you would say it is. Um, so, so, yeah, Zoids definitely had kind of a more biomechanical element, whereas Transformers were more androidy, I guess, is, yeah. is the best way to put it. Yeah, I guess uh, that's fair. I mean... 
yeah, it's something that again. I mean, the the problem with Transformers, as we said, the con- the continuity and everything about them just goes all over the fucking shop all the time. So knowing what a Transformer is actually made of, and I mean, you you see them in in certainly when you get to the Michael Bay films where they are no, they're not robots anymore. They are sort of alien life forms that take robot form and stuff. That is really fucking confusing. Um, whereas I say in, in this in these early ones, they were just robots, um, and then so you put that into a put put that into a fight. And they don't, they're, they're lacking the same weakness that the Zoids have because so the Zoids have this little chewy center effectively. Um, so, I mean, you know, if, if you can do enough to over, to overwhelm that, you can, you know, you could trip them out. Whereas, you know, you can cause some form of equivalent heart attack or whatever you want to call it. Whereas with the Dinobots, you know, they are just robots. So you need to overcome like robots. If, if you take off a limb, they'll still keep coming at you. Whereas Zoids, I think I, I'm not entirely sure how how that would work, in, or if it would work in the same way. Um, well, again, the Zoid core, like I say, is biomechanical. I, I mean that in as much as it works like a heart or a brain mm. would. It was still like a mechanical thing. Um, it was like a kind of a sphere, I guess. Um, I remember the ones you used to get in the toys. They were always kind of painted kind of red and they were they, they were they red or blue of, weren't they yeah and they kind of glowed a bit well i mean yeah the, the zoids themselves were were yeah. red or blue weren't they and, and the core kind of matched um i think i mean transformers probably have something similar with energon cubes it's well, just yeah. that energon cubes seem more kind of slightly ethereal in nature don't they well yeah i mean if you think of um as i know we said we were talking taking the original series not the not the the movie but if you take the movie that the way um spoilers um, Ultra Magnus dies um, again. The, the, there's this whole thing of there being some sort of center to him, and it's not. It's, it's where um, it's, it's where it's where the Matrix goes. But then also, they can be shot and killed in much the same that a, a human can, just with bigger fucking guns. So I mean, I, I may have talked myself into a hole there already, thinking that actually they can, they do still have very fragile frames, and, and, and they, they they will have a similar core of some sort, whether it's energon cubes or whether it's something that's connected to an energon cube. And again, this the continuity gets all fucking screwy, so it's difficult to know which way to come at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I, I don't know. I think I think they they are possibly more similar than we think. I think they're very similar, actually. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, this. This was one of my fights that, that I pitched listeners, and I have thought about it quite a lot since pitching it out there. Um, obviously, the original intent was that, you know, both are kind of dinosaur robots. Yeah. Um, Zoids aren't just dinosaurs, but the most popular ones that I could think of, and certainly the ones I could remember. Yeah. I, I can remember two very clearly. Um, I can remember what is uh, colloquially referred to as Zoidzilla. Yes. Uh, and they also had this fucking giant woolly mammoth, which was just one of the coolest fucking toys. Yeah. Um, it was It was essentially, like, if you can imagine, uh, like, an at-at, but it was yes. a fucking woolly mammoth. And it I was going to say that exact same thing. Um, there's a... I think, I think we watched the same one. There's a, a very brief YouTube documentary, um, if you can call it a documentary, um, about the, um, the, so the the history of on the timeline of the Zoids toys. And they put that one up. Is it Elephantox or something? Elephantus or something like that? Elephantus, yeah, it, it's something like that. I mean, just, um, and, just for reference as well, just credit where it's due and to um, just credit our source. The the history of the, the Zoids toy line was the documentary we both watched by yes, Mangus Wilson. Yeah, I'll, it's, I'll it's put a link up in, the, I, um, in the bio. Yeah, I'll be watching more of his channel because he seems to do a lot of, yeah. of toy collecting stuff. Which yeah, he knows uh, his shit. And right I did laugh as well. There's um, 
there's a random comment where he talks about something being like like something else on crack, and with the words on crack, you get a nice uh, just a flashing image of Whitney Houston, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah, highly recommend his channel. If you listen to our bullshit, then you're sure to like what he does over there. Yeah, and he's he's a lot quicker than us as well. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> we do tend to ramble. Um, but yeah, uh, I I watched that just for some some context to say yeah, I remember I remember the toys quite well uh purely because i didn't actually have that many of them i did have one or two uh they were i i knew even as a kid though they were very expensive these were fucking elite toys yeah um so you know as much as i remember i never really had a zoidzilla it was just the fucking most amazing toy you've ever seen yeah. um i no. had a lot of the smaller kits you used to have these kind of smaller ones that were kind of like meccano sets yeah you'd wind them up and let them go so i had like a spider i remember and i had um one that was kind of like a crocodile or a lizard yeah. type thing um but yet you know whilst the as i was saying um uh, before i went off on a tangent whilst the dinosaur zoids are the ones that instantly spring to mind zoids were actually just robotic animals full stop there was yeah. there was all yeah. sorts there, there was, was spiders yeah oh, it was loads spiders scorpions lions there was a snail um yes Apparently, I mean, from that from that documentary, apparently, apparently, they they had a similar issue with their continuity and where like seasons finished and stuff like that, and where where particular lines and ranges finished. And this snail just appeared on its own one fucking day, and it's like, I mean, yeah, have a snail, why not? Yeah, why not? If kids can build it, we'll use it. Well, that's it. Um, but, I mean, the, the toys themselves. I mean, I I I think a friend had one or two. I mean, we never had them. Um, we had, I don't know. We, so I, I go on. You know, we we were we were no, we were flat broken when 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 we were kids. My parents didn't have a lot of money, so they they didn't we didn't go without. No, they made sure we had stuff, but no, we had no, we had Transformers and He Man and Thundercats and Ghostbusters stuff like that. So the more niche stuff, which was more expensive, they wouldn't have even looked twice at because they'd have gone. I don't know what it is. They probably don't like it, and it's going to cost a fucking fortune. So we'll just leave it. Um, so a, a friend of mine had uh, was it called Serpent the the red one red one there was I, think, I mean there were a lot of red no, toys. it was the, the first the first red ones the, when they originally came out they were black and white well black and white sort of grayish yeah they were um, kind of gray yeah they yeah, kind of then, robocop sort of color yeah. scheme and then um, there was like a second oh, so the the power zoids i think they were called and that's when they moved into the red red and blue and i think the red one was like a serpent and the blue one was like a tank um and i think my friend had those Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, so I remember those, and they were they were fucking heavy duty toys. Though. They were you, know, you could batter the shit out of them. And oh, they really were. Yeah, they. Were, we, they... we talked when we did. Um, we were talking about Team and Shira a couple of weeks ago uh, on on the other show, and how flimsy they were, how poorly put together they were, and like Transformers were pretty good, but there was a lot of plastic. Yeah, Whereas these things were fucking heavy. And yeah, they were. They were like Tonkers. They were good toys. Um, and that's probably explain why they were so expensive, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they were fucking amazing. I mean, you know, I, I think I've mentioned this on the sh- on the show before, but like you're saying that your parents were like, oh, it's expensive and he's probably not into it, so they didn't get it. Um, I, I was an only child, so I I did all right as far as toys went. Again, my parents weren't exactly rolling in money, but we were, we were reasonably well off, to be fair. Um, and I 
didn't really want for a lot because I was an only child. Mm. Um, but I really, really remember wanting Zoids and being like, I want a Zoid, I want a Zoid, I want a Zoid. I'd like, like constant nagging. Um, and I only ever got the small ones. So they must have been either fucking expensive mm. or hard to get. I think, um, from, again, from what I've read today, I think it's a bit of both, actually. I mean, they, they were expensive. I said they were elite toys, but there were some that which weren't released in certain, certain territories. There were some that weren't released at all. Um, so they're, they're, they're designed, there's concept designs I've, I've spotted today of stuff that doesn't appear anywhere else. I've never seen, I've not seen pictures, I've just seen drawings of stuff. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think it's just one of those that they, they were, they were, when they were released in Japan, they bombed. Spain had some fucking offshoot through a licensing deal with Tomy, so they released them and they did even worse. Uh, was it, I can't remember what they called, was it, oh, I can't remember, it's, 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 it's uh, some would begin with M, I can remember that, but I can't remember what they were called. So they released them, they they tanked, and then they released them in America as Zoids, and they did really well in America, so they rebranded the original ones as Zoids and sold them in Japan, and all of a sudden they took off massive. Um, so then they, they released them here, and then they did a, another run in Europe. So they were all kind of staggered, and you had different runs and different phases, kind of like you get with comics and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, there's this one, and now there's that one, and it's really fucking difficult to keep up. But then knowing which ones you could get where, and it's not like now where you can jump on eBay or jump on Amazon and say, right, there's one of them in fucking Taiwan, I'll have that. It was, well, you can't get it in this country, so no, tough shit. And that was kind of it. So it was a really, I mean, I can imagine they work really difficult to get hold of. So, yeah, I mean, it, it could be that then. Um, I don't know. I just know I never really had that many other than the really the really small kits. It was kind of like Transformers in that way again, actually, and that with Transformers you would have the big Transformers. So you'd yeah. have your, your Optimus Primes and your Hot Rods and what have you, which were much bigger yeah. cars uh, and, and, and toys. And then you would have your smaller Transformers, your, yeah. your kind of offshoots. Um, so, yeah, this was the same way. They were like big Zoids, which... I don't know. I, I can't even hazard a guess as to what they cost. I want to say probably if we go back in time 30 years, they were probably like 20, 30 quid. Yeah, uh, whereas now time was a fuck ton of money, you know. Fucking shitload. Yeah, like now, something like that, because it would be fully electronic now as well. You'd probably be pushing the £100 mark. Oh, at uh, least. You, I mean, you know, probably more, to like, be honest. Yeah, you'd be looking like these fucking radio-controlled BB-8s and shit that kids play with today, that kind of level. Yeah, the, the thing um, that sort of strikes me is that the, um, the Lego Technic sets, they, they were... were well, they were always time. expensive, but like yeah. even now, the, the, the way that you make a remote control car and shit like that, and they're three, four hundred quid. And Every it's fucking Lego time the I day. see Technics, I always think of Zoids. And I think it's because <laughs> of the shape of the pieces. Yeah. Because Technics have that kind of Meccano look yes. to them, and they have the color scheme, and, and Zoids was very much that as well. Not that they were metal, because they were plastic. Hmm. Um, although I think some of the early kits had some metal in there yeah, as well. Yeah, they but... did, yeah. I, I do remember them being at least the ones I had. Maybe it's because I had the smaller, cheaper ones as well. But I think but, I think it was the wind-up ones were metal because they, they could, the, the the motor could could handle it. Once it went to battery, um, obviously the heavier it was, the more the more power it took to move it. There you go. Maybe I had a bit of both. I don't know, but I, I definitely remember that, that there was some metal, some plastic. But the, the, the pieces definitely had that kind of. And, and again, it's because it they were clockwork. They were kind of a spoke effect, really, where they had holes in them and you'd you'd bolt them together, kind of thing. Um, yeah. And like, I was never into fucking Meccano. An engineer, I am not. Right? <laughs> Don't ask me to build. A- I'll destroy anything you put in front of me. No problem. 
Um, but don't ask me to build anything. An engineer, I am fucking not. I never was interested in Meccano. I'm pretty good with Lego, uh, but that's slightly different. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I mean, I'm not fucking handy or practical at all. I mean, if if something if something he's doing around the house, we get somebody in because a it gives no, it's somebody's livelihood, so I'm not depriving them of it. And B, I'll only have to pay to call them out later anyway to fix the damage I've done. So I should do it first and fucking last now. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm much the same. Lego, I'm all right with, apart from an issue with a kit that uh, number two had for Christmas. But we've we've talked about that before off air, so I'm not going to go into that again. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those that I mean, I I don't stop. I haven't got that sort of brain. I'm not wired that. No, I'm not wired that way. To go well, if that moves that and that does that, then that should do this. I, I don't have that sort of logic. Uh huh. And, yeah, I just don't fucking get stuff like Meccano and Technics because I can't do it. No. And so for me to want these toys is, is is testament to just how fucking badass they were. And, look, if you're listening to this and you don't know what they are, and, God, why would you listen to this unless you know exactly what Zoids are? Unless, I don't know. It's Dinobots. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, or maybe you're just a regular listener, in which case, hello. Um, right. But... I, I just, if you don't know what they are, just tap Zoids into Google, do a Google image search, and just have a look. Like, these are, even to this day, I can't think of another toy that looks just as fucking instantly cool yeah. and badass as a Zoid. They were uh, fucking incredible. Am I right in thinking that they, you could kind of build them up and they were in, bits were interchangeable as well? So you could more, in later iterations, you could pretty much design your own. I don't remember that, but it sounds like something you should be able to. I, I remember them very specifically being kits, much like an Apex yeah. or a Meccano. Like, yeah, I think the early ones were, but I think the later ones, cause I, again, this documentary had various commercials and stuff. I think they call it strut blocks or something like that in America, right. and you could basically like take the head off one and stick it on the shoulders of another and on the arse of another one and a tail and, what, and a foot and whatever else, and you could more or less design your own fighting machine. I mean because you kind of built them yourself it seems conceivable that even if you weren't supposed to do that you could yeah. do that you know yeah, much in the same way if you good. wanted to because of the way they were constructed around the the rubber pegs you could pull the head off a he-man and put it on a skeletor if you yeah. wanted to you know it, it, they, they would have been ways to do that. On, though, they? what's that they were never quite the same when it went back on. no never quite um but I, but i guess you could do that um but yeah, okay, so that's Zoids. Now, Dinobots, Dinobots aren't aren't as flexible as that, are they? They are a robot no. or they are a dinosaur. That yeah, is... that's it. And I mean, even when they're even when they're robots, they're fairly limited as well. They they're always portrayed as having limited intelligence, being very um, Neanderthalic, um, and you know they they. they I mean, later generations have done them a bit more service, but originally they were just, I think the first episode or the first time they appeared when they were first introduced to the Autobots, it's just that no, they're, they're in, they're in the, um, the crashed aircraft and in the control room sort of thing, and they just go on a rampage and all the Autobots are trying to stop them and they just beat the shit out of them um, because they're primitive savages and just fucking, no, I'm under attack, fuck you, I'm going to gore you and bite you and shoot lasers out my eyes, which... I mean, um, the three you're introduced to first, you, you get Grimlock, um, Sludge, and Slag. Um, and they all fucking shoot lasers from places. So you know, Grimlock shoots a big-ass laser from his mouth. Um, Sludge has two lasers from his eyes, like Superman. And and um, Slag, who's a Triceratops, shoots them from all three of his horns, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, by comparison, they, they're nowhere near as badass. They're, they're kind of set up very early on as kind of rabid dogs. Um and then it's only as you go through, there's like an evolution of character that you actually see anything of them because very early on, certainly the, the ones I looked at, they were just, no, 
they hadn't even evolved to the point of comic relief yet. They were just there to fuck shit up. Yeah, they were they were blunt objects, weren't they? And you get with Zoids, they just seem more. And again, maybe it's in the in the design, but they seem more animalistic in, in terms of they just seem by what I mean by that is they just seem nastier and more predatory, yeah. and just more cunning i guess is is what i'm after you know like you say that the dinobots were, were blunt instruments whereas a, a zoid for instance you know they were lions and tiger zoids for instance which mm. could stalk and hunt and, and, no and kill you know um I, was there a bear there might have been a bear even there was definitely not a, a scarecrow but they were all tin men <laughs> so um uh, i I, I don't know. To me, it, yeah, the Zoids just instantly seem more badass. They've also got the numbers of the Dinobots well, as well yeah, because they the were like... 50 to 5. Yeah, they were like 5 or 6. But, of course, the Dinobots were... Um, what is the term? It's not Constructicons because that was the Decepticon Combiners. version. Combiners. Combiners, uh, that's... In, um, in, um, the la- in later generations of, um, of Transformers, they were Volcanicus, which... Um, yeah, I I don't buy as a name. I think it's a bit shit, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, this is from Transformers Wiki, so if that's wrong, please correct me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't, I couldn't remember what they were, when we were talking about this before we started. I couldn't remember what the combination was called. Obviously, you had. Um, I didn't have a bad had guess, did I? I you were pretty close, actually. Since, but I said it was Volcano something. Yeah, um, I, I remember the Constructicons were um, Devastator. Um, I can't right. remember. I couldn't remember what the um, the, the Dinobots were. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, I mean, they again they did kind of a Power Rangers thing where they all you know yeah, joined made and, up and made it made it yeah exactly. Um, and I think I mean the the way that so certainly the, the later versions of um, Zoids were done. I think I'm sure it was strut blocks or something like that. Um, that's what you could do with these, where you could kind of make a super like a super fucking robot to go into battle. Now the thing that amused me, um, so going through this documentary and going through some reading and going through some pictures and stuff of like artwork and packaging and that is that they very much, the initial ones were just kind of novelty throwaway things whereby you had these fucking you know, robot animals. And then run, on their sort of third or fourth release, all of a sudden they became like battle droids. And they had, you know, there, was, there wasn't a backstory that was written, but all of a sudden you had a, a red army and a blue army. And they were, you know, they were, sold, to go, and they were, they were sold to go into battle. And like, the artwork looked very similar to Transformers. Uh, and this is when they were still done by Tommy. And then Hasbro bought them out and, fucking hell then they were just more transformers at that point um so it was i don't know it's a, it's a funny one the way they've been set up is they, they were never they were never conceived to be fighting robots or battle robots or anything like that but that's the way they evolved um and you look at them and you compare them to dinobots as an example and they look so much fucking cooler and so much harder and it, it it's quite strange yeah they do i mean i remember i specifically remember the font and the artwork from Zoid's boxes, like, I, and even like when you had the, I, I specifically remember the Spectrum game as well. It had that kind of, it was a red, yellow, and bluish kind of font. It faded from the, the color faded yeah, was, from one to the other. I think, um, yeah, it was, it, it was. They were red and blue, but I think they, it's sort of the blue, the the red didn't didn't quite take. So it, was, it was more of a pinky. They didn't have, they didn't have enough room to turn it into a yeah. dark enough color. Because yeah. the, the blue was quite light. And so, so, so you, to make it balanced, you didn't have enough room to turn it into proper red. But yeah, with the text in the middle, I'd forgotten about the Spectrum game until you mentioned that, actually. Yeah, so, so you like you always had that text, and then they were always on kind of a volcanic sort yeah. of background. And, there was, yeah. and, and lightning tended to feature quite a bit as well. Um, 
and so that's what I remember originally before it became yeah this this red army and blue army. But I do, and as I say, I don't remember the show and the comics and stuff that no. well. The more we talk about it now, the more that starts to come back, and especially yeah, that featured in the games as well. There was definitely there were there were two sides of Zoids: yeah. good guys and bad guys. Um, and they were very much sold as that as well. They, they didn't even go out there. I mean, they, they eventually retconned in. Um, there was a, an empire and a rebellion, which I you know, wonder where they got that from. Um, but I mean, originally they were just good guys and bad guys, even even on like their product maps, where you had a list of the blue ones on one side or diagrams of the blue ones on one side and the red ones on the other, and they were literally good guys and bad guys. Um, that's the level of thought that went into it initially. But I think weirdly, like even though they they started selling them as battle droids, and yeah, it's, it's unquestionably be, would have been because I guess Transformers was popular, hmm. like. I never thought of Zoids in that way, as in in fighting each other. Um, for me, if I had a Zoid, it was always Zoid or Zoids versus something else because they yeah. were just this fucking colossal badass threat. Like to make them fight each other was far less interesting than to make them yeah. fight He-Man because yeah, they was they were so clearly overpowered. Um, I mean, not just not just for the fact that these are giant robotic predators i mean apart from the snail um <laughs> but but generally you know you're talking like a robotic fucking tyrannosaurus or a robotic scorpion or yeah. or whatever but like yeah you say battle droids and even in those early ones before they were branded battle droids like they were fucking covered in weaponry well, like yeah, i mean yeah yeah the that one fucking, fucking arm and they were fucking blades coming out of things yeah. and you know well, I mean, the, even the, the attack looking one which you yeah know. yeah that's true i mean the, the, the snail kind of looked like you could pull a core out of your shell turn it through 90 degrees and all of a sudden instead of being an antenna it's a gun um but the um the attack looking one which i think i can't remember what it was called elephantus or something like that um like even that it's it's an attack so it's covered in guns and it's got guns coming out of his face anyway I mean, where the tusks would be because it's an elephant but also the armor that goes over the back had fucking guns on it and had big no, the they like had a, a forward pointing thing so again if you, if it were to sideswipe something it's going to do some damage and they would they were clearly designed as that even before that's what the what their concept became um and it, it's it's almost as if they didn't know what they had um and obviously the the, the public they released to it, certainly in japan didn't fucking take to it um and it's only when it went to america and then came back as popular and they sort of they rebranded it repackaged it but they were the same fucking toys um that they really took but yeah they i mean they were fucking they were they were always battle ready and you just get the impression they were like oh well we have these really cool things and we have this thing that looks like it belongs in star wars but we should mention that because um but they didn't really know how to sell it and what to do with it and then the frustrating thing and so it's in the the the, the manga's documentary and it's on in some of the literature i've read as well that even when they were putting new stuff out they didn't really know what to do with it and when they were re-releasing some of the original ones under new names or with new branding, the original like um the original artwork was in there or the original man- instruction manual was in there, um because they were just like oh fuck it it'll be fine yeah we can get away with it, um whereas you wouldn't know you so with like a Transformers toy you'd never have that it was quality control up the ass because it was Hasbro, um and yeah it's just no it's 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 quite funny seeing that how the same effectively the same product are just taking completely divergent paths and then it ended up in the same place anyway yeah yeah um sorry that was a very weird tangent i do apologize 
No, uh, tangents is what this show's fucking all about. If you have well, I've been, been doing that, it for five and a half years, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but actually, we do have a fight to get to. We we've, we've danced oh, shit, around yeah. it for the best part of half hour talking about how fucking cool <laughs> Zoids are. Um, yeah. So, and, and this is a weird one, right? Because just about anything else, if we were to do Dinobots versus anything, my heart would very clearly be in one place. Oh God, yeah. And and even though I'm probably more exposed to Dinobots than I am to Zoids, you know, in in that that you know they've seen a resurgence in the Bay films, and yeah. we've watched Transformers reasonably recently for SMPD. Yeah. Um, and and let's not forget, I mean, the the, the um, Age of Extinction poster with Prime riding fucking Grimlock is yeah. awesome. I, but in now, interestingly, we're going to go tangent here again. Um, Grimlock especially in that poster looks like a fucking zoid yes he does like that that's got a zoid look to it hasn't it all of the dinobots in that film um actually look more like zoids than they do dinobots because again it's because of the style they've gone for with the rest of the transformers in all of the films that they cut they they were always going to um but yeah grimlock especially does look like fucking zoidzilla yeah completely like it's really um, bizarre yeah just just harder edges essentially whereas, yeah. whereas grimlock you know in in the traditional design looks a little bit more like barney than he does yes zoidzilla but to be honest he looks like all, a, quite a friendly the, tyrannosaur all of the dinobots did actually when they were in dinosaur form they they were very rounded there weren't any edges so like no all i know they've tried to make because they're on the good side you know they're they're aligned with the autobots and the Decepticons, you've got, they're always going to make them more friendly but yeah, I mean, Grimlock has that sort of Barney-ish thing about him. It's like even when he opens his mouth to shoot fireballs or lasers or whatever it is at people, it's like there's this big fucking smile on his face. And the same with um, Sludge. I think Sludge was he was like a like an apatosaur or something like that. He was no, he was something big, big and bulky, but not fucking huge like a fucking brachiosaur or something like that. Um, but like even him, he's you know, he's there and he's got these big fixed there because obviously they don't have eyelids, they don't know they don't blink or anything. So he has these big eyes which shoot laser beams. But it's almost like he's smiling as he does it. And Slag, when we fucking started on Slag, like even the toy smiled all the bloody time. You know, I've still got most of that toy. There's bits of the armor have come off and stuff like that. But you know, they they were just friend. No, they even though they're supposed to be intimidating, they were just friendly. Yeah. Um, because that's the way they were designed to complement the Autobots. And you're right. I mean, fucking Zoids. Look, Zoids just look like they fucking terrifying. take them apart, don't they? <laughs> some of them look terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They, I, I, even the fucking snail, as I say, doesn't look like a big cuddly snail. It's a snail with fucking guns on. Well, this like, is it. And, but I mean, they've they've taken the concept of a snail, which is a slug with a house on its back, and they've made armor out of it. So all of a sudden, it's not it's not a snail with with a very fragile shell. It's a snail with fucking steel skin and a steel back. How the how are you going to break that? You can't stand on that, can you? No. Uh, it, it was also a giant fucking snail, I think, and and literally well, yeah. a gun came out of its fucking shell. Yeah, like, that's it. So the, the core kind of came. So I said, I think it was it was always pointed up as an antenna, I think, and then it you could pull it out maybe like you know, 10, 15 mil, turn it through ninety degrees to point it forward, and push it back in. And it clicked in, I think, and then it, it was a gun. I've I've seen videos of. It. I haven't seen. I've never seen one, um, but I've seen videos of it today. So I mean, I think that I think that was kind of the thing. Um, and there may be other features as well, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's basically a big fucking steel slug. What, how would you how do you fight that apart from smelting it? Yeah, exactly. And I mean that that is still probably one of the most useless ones. I mean, they were yes. fucking 
they were gorillas for instance they were tigers like i said they were lions like yeah there was definitely a crocodile one as well uh yes there was i i had some sort of reptile and i'm sure that was a crocodile they basically had blastoise as well like right. there, there was a full-on i remember there was a full-on like a fucking it, it must be a turtle it, it's definitely something in a shell and it had a giant fucking cannon it it was blastoise right. essentially okay. um so you know they yeah they're fucking mean and like the only bear in mind how much you know like there's an army essentially because yeah. we're talking about zoids as a whole so there's not kind of good and bad here it's it's zoids taking on the dinobots like there's an army the only possible chance the dinobots have is to combine Um, yeah and even so they've got 50 odd fucking zoids to take well the problem with that is even when they combine like you take out a limb and all of a sudden you can't combine anymore and they've taken out a dinobot well yeah it's the power rangers problem isn't it you know going all the way back to the genesis of this show that was one of the first shows we did we yeah. did Power Rangers in who did who did they fight even? Oh fucking hell! Now you're asking. <laughs> Can't remember, but I do remember specifically saying then, like you, you just need to take out one Zord and you're fucked. Voltron. Voltron. That's right. It was yeah. You just need to take out one Zord right, on either side there. You just yeah, need to you take, take out, out one, one limb. Zord and you're fucked. Yeah, you take out take out one one vehicle in that case, one one robot. And they can't make the big thing. But if you take it out while it all connected, can they then dis- no, disassemble into their constituent parts again? Because once they're all linked, I mean, the, I mean, if you think of Power Rangers as a prime example, once they linked to become Megazord or no, Mega Dragonzord or whatever the fuck they were, they were all in a cockpit together. So they must have all connected enough to make them, you know, to make them accessible. So if that's the case, you chop off an arm or a leg, are they ever getting that back? Can they then go back to being individual parts? And that would be for me. That would be the same with Dinobots. You, you know, you cut off a leg, and I can't remember which ones were the legs because it's been too fucking long since I've seen that, seen the sequence where they they right. come together. Hang on, hang on. I think we can work this out. Grimlock was definitely the body. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember that much because everything kind of bolted on to Grimlock. Yeah, came around here, and then there was like a headpiece which came over the top, wasn't there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So then I want to say. Oh, swoop, what was the fucking was, was, swoop? That's swoop it. I was, just was on the back. It was like wings, wasn't it? Yeah, I was just swoop about to say what back was the pterodactyl. It was swoop, wasn't it? Pteranodon. Yeah, so swoop stuck. Swoop was on the back and came out the side like wings, like kind of horns over the shoulder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, right. the difficulty I'm having is as I'm trying to piece it together and not piece together the Megazord where the pterodactyl became the the breast armor. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Kind of yes. landed yes. on it. Yeah. So um, no, swoop was definitely on the back. So I think you had. Slag was one foot, in much the same way that on with Power Rangers, the head went through ninety degrees, and the where what would be the front of the neck, where the the, the head is, the head is now the foot, the um the the leg then came down flat. I can't remember who the other leg was, and I can't remember who the where the arms came from. Um, well, swoop was, would have been one of the arms, wouldn't he? Because it kind of bolted on across the chest, and then and then well, came across the back, wasn't that? Was it? Yeah, I can't fucking remember. I'm going to have to watch it. I'm trying to find the sequence now and watch it. But yeah, it's it's a difficult... But I think either whichever way it comes together, you hack one of them off and you're kind of fucked anyway. Yeah, totally. And and I just think... Okay, I was really hoping for there to be... For this to actually be quite a close fight. But even if you can fire lasers out of your eyes or your mouth or whatever, even if you can burp fucking fireballs and lasers... Even if you can combine into a giant fucking Voltron-style galaxy defender, mm. how the fuck do 
do you fight a gigantic Tyrannosaurus Rex covered in guns? But not only that, I mean, there's there's one, as it was mentioned in that documentary, which I'm keeping harking back to because that's pretty much, pretty much the crux of my research. Um, was it, it was like Ultrasaurus or something like that, which is a big fucking dragon thing. Oh, that was um, the bad guy. That was yeah. like the, the bad guy leader, wasn't it? I remember yeah. this. It looked yeah. like Ridley from Metroid. Yes, <laughs> it did. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, like something like that even like you've um, you you get these things coming through and you've got you, know, you get these you know, they are bad guys and they are massive and then you've got this five or six part fucking combination dinosaur uh, combination dinosaur uh, dinobots or uh, zoid um and it's like i don't i just don't understand that or i'd almost i'd almost be tempted to think they'd be better off staying as individual components as, as individual units because at least then there's a chance of ganging up on one or two or getting a lick in on another one. But it, once they're all together, they're just kind of sitting ducks. And it's not, I mean, even even if they are stronger as one big unit than they would be as five or six smaller units, there's enough of the other side. They could just swarm them, pull them down, and start ripping fucking wiring out. Yeah, and I, that's the thing, see, is Zoids, they seem like wild animals, don't they? And you well, can yeah, see them it. doing that. Like, they've got the ranged attack because they've got the guns. Yeah, But then... They're all fucking teeth and blades and nails and claws as well. well. Yeah. And like the thing is, I mean, yeah, they they're set up as bat as, as battle droids and transformers are to an extent because you've got the whole war with the Tepcon and stuff like that. But Transformers was all about a story and they just happen to be cool fucking toys. I mean cool robots that could be made into toys. Um whereas Zoids were just like fucking no, that's what the product is. We don't need to hang a story on it. We'll get to that in 20 years when people stop buying the shit and we need, we want to keep the brand going. It literally was, wasn't it? They were so fucking cool. Like, they were so ridiculously cool. I didn't give a shit what the story was. Yeah, it didn't matter. So and like I said, even when one. the story came in, I wasn't like the blue zoids are fighting the red zoids. I was like, everyone's fighting He-Man. Yeah, all in. Yeah. It, yeah, and it was, it's... it's a str- and That's something you have as a kid as well, because obviously when, when you're a kid, it doesn't matter if... You know, it doesn't matter if the universe is cross, well, I've got a He-Man and I've got a fucking Zoid, so they can fight. Whereas, yeah. obviously, when you start looking at things as an adult, you start thinking, well, they're a different universe and they're a separate thing and they weren't this and they weren't that. And you lose that sort of ability to put you know, to, to put a context together, which is largely why and this show le- is fucking... I was going to no. say, un- unless you're us. Yeah. <laughs> in which so case, you make a where the show, about it. Yeah, I mean, this is where this show came from, the fact that we never fucking grew up. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's that sort of thing where it's very difficult to reconcile stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so when by the time the story came around, I mean, by the time they they did a TV show and they did, you know, they had the comics and shit. I, th- I mean, I think we were so fucking late at that point. I can't even remember when that was. Um, I th- yeah, the original run was nineteen ninety nine. I mean, fuck, I'm, in, I'm into beer and girls by then. I don't know you a fuck about uh, about, about uh, cartoon. Uh... They, were, they were comics and stuff way before that. I had yeah. comics as a kid, and as I say, I know I know the story as in like red. Zoids and blue Zoids. Yeah. I know that was in the Spectrum game. Definitely. Yeah. They were they were definitely good Zoids and bad Zoids. Yeah. I mean it, um, it always I mean it did always feel though if the story was kind of added later. They kind of went we, we can build Oh look, really most cool definitely. Stuff. And we talk talk a lot about this, you know, on, on this show and the other show, we talk a lot about how a lot of these cartoons especially were, were fucking made to to sell toys. Um yeah. and, and you know, this is a prime example of that, that the toys came first and they just yes. had to fucking sell the toys basically well, yeah that's it you know um but yeah i've just done a quick bit of research on the on the spectrum game now and it was called zoids the battle begins right uh, it was in 1986 right okay uh and yeah it, it was a it was kind of a shoot 'em up and it was based on 
you know, red versus blue zoids, essentially. Yeah. Um, oh, um, man, just looking at the screenshots from this now, this game was so fucking hard. I still remember it now. I, um, I remember having it. Oh, so my, my brother had a Spectrum, and I remember us having it. And I think I played it about five times when you're off. Fuck this, or what I would have said at that age. I was just like, "This too hard. I can't do it." I'll look to it. I'm going back to play fucking Neverending Story and Daily Thompson's Decathlon because they were the games we had and I, I could do. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember us having it. But I just remember, like my brother could do it, and I was like, "Nah, not going to bother." Don't want yeah. to know. Uh, I again, I just nagged and nagged and nagged and nagged to get this fucking game, <laughs> um, and I remember eventually getting it as part of a compilation, um, which kind of felt a bit cheap, really. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, but there I mean, you go. Yeah, I mean the other thing to remember as well. I mean, I've I've, I've pulled, I've got the uh, the page back up, um, the wiki page now because I lost it. I was looking for uh, Dinobots, um, but I mean there's so many iterations as well. I mean, it, I mean it talks about the original American release, original Japanese release, original European release, and then Robostrucks and Scalezoids and Zevla and Technozoids and Zoids Two, and they just went into all this stuff. And at some point they went, oh, fuck, we really need to hang this on something. We can't just keep bringing out cool fucking robots. And then all of a sudden, it, you went into different things. I mean, and these things are still going now. I mean, uh, a, um, in 2002, you had a, a new line called Blocks uh, with, a, with an X. And then you had Z Builders and stuff like that. I remember this shit coming out. And yes. It's, oh, yeah, it's definitely it's, it's it's still, still going. There was, there's been a fucking Switch game recently. Yes, yes. That I remember seeing on the store. So, yeah, I was going to say that's something that's come out, came out the end of last year, um, the end of 2019. Um, but yeah, it's done fantastically well. And the, again, they've they've there was there was um, a TV um, limited run that came out an animation uh, series, uh, which came out to a company or to to set that up as well. So I mean, it's 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 still going fucking strong, without the complication that we've had with again Transformers and shitting on our own timeline every two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, to get to bring it all the way back around, we almost got into having a fight there for a minute. <laughs> almost. I, I think I think the problem is we, we saw how one sided it was being shut out again. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, sometimes that's how these things go. You know, occasionally we we pit two characters franchises together, and they're so evenly matched that we have to talk it through. You yeah. know, and and those shows are are one thing, and that's that's how this whole podcast started. But then, very occasionally, yeah, we get one like this, and it's just, you know, there's still benefit in the discussion. It's just there oh, yeah. is no fight itself to talk through. I don't think this is absolutely a fucking whitewash, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, I, the, the, I don't. The benefit think... of this is that I've I've got to go back and and um, reacquaint myself with something that I had not fucking thought about in decades. And knew very little about. And now I'm thinking, I know I'm going to watch a show now. I'm and now we need some comic for SMPD. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, it kind of cheats the SMPD because we we don't have the baggage with it. But like, I want to track it down. And I want to track down the the, um, the game, and I want to track down the um, the comics and stuff like that because I'm intrigued as to why this completely slipped off the fucking radar for me. Yeah, well, I've I've got the baggage with it, but as I say, more with the toy line and the, and the comics and the game mm. than I, I yeah. do with the cartoon. Um, but yeah, it it does kind of feel very one sided, and, and even if it was, if we would say, okay, then well, we're going to limit it to five or six Zoids. Even so, to, I mean, to even the score, I still think they absolutely demolish the Dinobots. I, I think, I think so. I mean, the the problem is, and we've had this in the past as well, whereby because I mean, especially taking the original iteration of the Dinobots, where they were primitive, they were savages, they were no dinosaur robot equivalents of cavemen they 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 weren't tactical tactical they weren't strategic it was blow shit up hit stuff job done and they 
again, they they come into it, all they're going to do is go start swinging, start swinging tails, and start trying to breathe fireballs and lasers and shit like that, and not have a plan B. So not realize they're going to be not realizing they're going to be flanked, not realizing that actually, even if they are, they do have the same in numbers, they don't have the the same sort of skill set. They don't have the same mind that you would need in this sort of fight. And I think, however you come at it, Dinobots, as I said, they are blunt objects. I mean, they evolved into being comic relief later on. Um, but even then, they weren't actually that fucking good at fighting. They looked cool and they were imposing, but when it came to it, they were pretty fucking awful, to be honest. Yeah, I think the most useful a Dinobot has been is when Prime was riding Grimlock in Age yeah. of Extinction. Yeah. When Quite he looked like a fucking Zoid. Yes. Um, Yes, I mean, I, I find it difficult because, I mean, every time you see them fight, I said they're limited in what they can do um, because of the way they're designed. And because of the way they're, they're portrayed as being, as I, I think the, every, everywhere I've read it is of limited intelligence. So in other words, thick as fuck. They're just going to charge headlong into things and get stabbed or bludgeoned to death or thrown off a fucking cliff. So he's going to wipe the floor with them, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I don't see... I don't even see a fight fucking starting. I think it's get wiped out before it even begins. I, I think that, yeah, they just get swarmed. Zoids yeah. would absolutely obliterate them. Yeah. Is, is, is there a Zoid version of an asteroid? Because uh, that's kind of how it feels. They're just going to drop it and wipe them all out in one go. I mean, there's the mammoth, which can like, probably just stomp on 90% of them. Maybe oh, yeah. Grimlock. Is Grimlock the biggest? He Grimlock's is, but the again, they it's really confusing. But he's not really it, Tyrannosaurus sized, is he? Even though he's the no. biggest, he kind of. I was going to say that when you look at the, um, yeah, if if you look on, um, look at the the original episode they're in. I mean, I found a clip of it on YouTube. I've not tracked down the whole episode because I didn't have time. Um, but the first one they appeared, all this of the the Autobots are all kind of looking up. But if you consider the sort of the size and scale that Thanos was in Infinity War and Endgame, where the way that they shot it with, um, oh fuck, what's his name, Brolin. Um, he kind of had a Thanos head on, stuck to his own head. So he's only about a foot taller than everybody else. You kind of get the impression that Grimlock's kind of the same. He's bigger than the normal Autobots, but he's not fucking him. He's not knocking down buildings. He's not Godzilla. No. And so oh, it's it's difficult because I really wanted this to be more of a fight and I really wanted Dinobots to win, but I don't think they've got it in them. I don't think they have either. I think Zoids absolutely fucking batter him. Completely yeah. and utterly batter him. Yeah, um, and I said yeah. even if you restrict it to five on five or six on six or wherever it would be, still there's enough variety and enough badassery in that Zoids cohort that they've just got nothing to answer it with. They haven't. They haven't. Zoids have got the killer instinct, I think. Yeah, and I think the reason for that is that certainly at their initial inception, they weren't designed to have a backstory and they weren't designed to be have a greater good and all the rest of it. Was the Dinobots were kind of designed to fit in with that overall story of the Autobots and the Decepticons and shit like that. So they tried to make characters out of it. Whereas if you've got a fucking T-Rex, Godzilla type thing that will just rip your arms off, then it doesn't need a backstory. And it's only later on they kind of tried to retcon that in. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. They rip them apart. Sorry, listeners. They, yeah. If you disagree, I, I, as always, yeah, let us, us know. If we're yeah. missing something here, if there's, there's an ace up the Dinobot sleeve, then do let us know. But I, I see no way they can answer just the sheer physicality, brutality, and mob mentality of the Zoids. Well, yeah, that's it. And I, I think that for for all the Dinobots are portrayed as being savages and being primitive and 
kind of like a pack. They oh, they just don't. There's not enough in them. I I can't do. It. I can't find anything that they can they can bring to this fight. Yeah, neither can I. Mm. So yeah, on on that very disappointing and no almost non-event of a fight. Um, yeah, um, Zoids absolutely tanked yeah, them. But we but we got to talk about Zoids a fair bit. So I hope well, that yeah, was a good time for you as it was for yeah, us yeah. listeners because I've thoroughly enjoyed at least taking that trip down memory lane. Yeah, exactly. maybe that belonged more on the other show. But hey, that's <laughs> not about toys. So. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, as 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 Chris said, if if you do disagree with us, you've got something to come back at us with. Um, if you can think of any fucking way at all, the Dinobots have got a chance in this fucking thing. By all means, reach out. Let us know. Um, get in touch. Uh, we're on Twitter at DD Podcast Net on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. You can go to our website ddpodcast.net, um, where we've got previous shows, our other shows, um, all good stuff you'd listen to. Um, but yeah, get in touch. Um, let us know. But until next time, see you later.